We fall, we break, we fail. But then we rise, we heal, we overcome. I choose to live by choice, not by chance. To be motivated, not manipulated. To be useful, not used. To make changes, not excuses. To excel, not compete. I choose self-esteem, not self-pity. I choose to listen to my inner voice, not the random opinions of others. I choose to do the things others will not, so I can continue to do the things others cannot. Fate whispers to the warrior, you cannot withstand the storm. The warrior replied, I am the storm. This is Doc's Daily Dose, and you are a warrior. Welcome to Doc's Daily Dose. I'm your host, Coach Doc. So I want to talk about two different things today. They're both related, but it may seem like, ah, that's kind of a leap of a connection. But trust me, they're connected. And it involves learning something from watching my son and being a part of this football season, his first year of tackle football. So yesterday, they won the Super Bowl championship. My son had a strip sack where he forced the quarterback to fumble. He also had a huge play to end the first half, which saved a touchdown to keep us up by three scores. And then to start the second half, he recovered an onside kick. And then later in the fourth quarter to put us back up after after the other team getting within four points, he scored like a 60-yard rushing touchdown. I mean, I was so proud of him. So much so that what he's done this season at the end of everything when they passed out the plaque trophy to the coach and all the kids got a medal around their neck, I was like, hey, Alem, give that uh, trophy to your coach. He's like, no, coach said I could keep it. So the coach gave him the one trophy that was given out because of what he's done this season for that team. And I heard the coach tell him, wherever you go after this, just ball out for me. And he was selected to the all-star team which he won't be playing in. Um, We're so done with that league. But even the Super Bowl came with turmoil. We were supposed to be hosting in our own backyard, in our home field. But our president, who's kind of just been putting us in bad situations all year long, decided that since her grandson in the lower division wasn't going to play in the Super Bowl, that she didn't want to host it. So we had to drive out to Palmdale, which is an hour and a half drive away from me. We weren't playing on our normal turf field. It was grass that was not cut well. And we had to be there by 8 a.m., which meant we had to leave by 6.30 a.m., which meant I had to wake him up by 6 a.m. Like, everything was just pointing in the wrong direction. But that's how it's been all season. All season, it's just been one obstacle after the other. And when we were driving home, I said, so how do you feel? He goes, I feel happy. He's like, I'm sad, too, because I love football, and I just want to keep playing, and playing on the weekends is great but I'm happy. I said, good son. And I said, let this be a lesson to you, not just for football, but in life, no matter how many obstacles are thrown in your way, you just keep going and doing your best. You keep showing up and putting in the work. You keep balling out no matter the circumstances and everything will work itself out. And right after I said it, I just thought to myself, like same goes for you, dad. You just keep going no matter what life throws at you. And same goes for you, my friend. Keep going. I know it feels like so much is just thrown at you all the time, nonstop. It's one thing after the other. 
but you just keep showing up and being the best version of yourself, the disciplined version of yourself and keep going. And the cool part about the Super Bowl yesterday, since I haven't been on the field all playoffs since the incident that I mentioned a couple episodes ago, I was standing outside the gate waiting for the boys to run out on the field. And one of the dads who's usually on the chain gang for home games, he goes, are you going to be out on the sideline today? And I was like, nah, I don't think so. He's like, I think you should. It was different when you weren't there. You give us a backbone and a level of confidence that we miss when you're not there. And I just kind of looked at him and then I walked out onto the field. And as the coach came walking up and he stuck out his hand was like, let's go. And I was like, hey, do you mind if I stay on the field today and do water? And he's like, of course, man, I wouldn't have it any other way. And so I thank you for that, coach. And I saw that dad at the end of the game and he said, see, I told you. And so I got to be there and be a part of it and help the kids out who were injured and tape them up and make sure they were okay, and also motivate them and push them. And it was great. It was absolutely great. And a bunch of parents thanked me afterwards. And I just kept going, but more so in everything else in my life and in yours. You got to just keep going, no matter the obstacles. Keep showing up and putting in that work. So congrats to you, son. Now, the second thing I wanted to talk about that's related takes us all the way back to our very first scrimmage a couple weeks into the season back in August. Now, we scrimmaged the team that is like the creme de la creme of peewee football. I mean, these kids looked like they had been practicing together for 10 years and were ready to go to the Nationals right then and there. And they put a beating on us, like to the point where it felt unsafe. And our quarterback at that time, whose dad was also assistant coach, and then he yanked his kid out of the scrimmage, which I understand why, because his kid was getting clobbered. And then he left the scrimmage midway through as the coach as well. And he just never returned back to the team, which obviously we didn't need him. Unfortunate for the kid, though, to not be a part of that experience of what we just accomplished, what they just accomplished. But when that scrimmage was over, coach had all the kids huddled around him and he was talking to them. And then in a reactionary moment, he goes, parents, come here, come here. He's like, if anyone's got anything to say right now, you need to say it to my face right here, right now. What coach did was not acceptable. You can't just be taking your kids away. So if you got anything to say, say it to me. And it kind of felt like a challenge. And as a former head coach, I had to say something. I wasn't going to publicly, but because he put that out there like that to us, I had to put him on notice. And I said, yeah, I got something to say. I'm okay with getting our asses whooped. It happens in football. What I'm not okay with is not being prepared. The moment coach took his son out of the game, we didn't have another quarterback because you've never practiced with a backup quarterback. We didn't know what to do. You also tried to go shotgun, which we've never ran in practice because we couldn't get a snap off without, you know, our quarterback getting clobbered. So I understood why you went shotgun, but we've never practiced it. Your center's never snapped a shotgun snap and your quarterback's never been in that position. So I'm telling you now, I'm okay with getting beat, but I'm not okay with not being prepared. And if this is how it's going to be, my son's not going to be on this team. And he said, thank you for saying that. And then he broke the kids out. And as I was leaving with my son, he came running up to me and goes, hey, can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? He's like, listen, I understand what you're saying completely, but I just need you to trust me. Just trust me. I will get us to where we need to be. And I said, all right, man, I'm going to trust you, but I got you on a short leash here. And he showed that respect and I showed that respect back to him. Fast forward to yesterday for the Super Bowl when it was over after he had water dumped on him and All the festivities started, the celebrations. I went up and grabbed him and said, Coach, you told me to trust you. 
and you respected me enough to tell me that and to honor what I said. And I respected you back for that. And I did trust you. And you pulled this thing together. And you helped increase the love of the game for me and for my son. So I thank you for that. And gave him a big old wet hug. But it made me think about something else. And this can be with respect to anything, especially relationships, whether that's loving ones in some sort of partnership or in just a friendship. But so often we let emotion take over first. That love. Oh, my God, I'm so in love with this person. Oh, my God, I'm so this person's so awesome. And we let the emotion flood when that should be the last thing. The first two things is trust and respect. Showing them from a distance, I will be here. I will respect you. And once that's earned and gained from both parties, then the love can set in. Lead with that trust and respect and then allow the emotion to fill the rest. So I don't have any homework for you. I just hope that you keep going no matter the struggles in your life and that any relationship you're currently in or anyone you're going to start, you do it from trust and respect first and then fill your heart with love once that has been earned. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening and much love always. Be grateful for adversity, for it forces the human spirit to grow. For surely, the human character is formed not in the absence of difficulty, but in our response to difficulty. Thank you for listening to Doc's Daily Dose. I truly appreciate you. The ability to be honest and show strength and vulnerability doesn't happen without you pressing play. If you've got any suggestions, any ideas, or simply want to help make this show bigger and better, at the end of the show notes here, please feel free to donate and support Doc's Daily Dose. If you've got any questions that you want me to answer on the podcast, well, hit me up. A simple email, coachdoc at muchlovealways.com. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter on muchlovealways.com and check out anything else on the website. Again, I'm truly thankful for you. Much love always.